to episode 210 of our Sounds Atlantic podcast. Well, 10 days ago, while sleeping at a ranch in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee, the legendary country music singer-songwriter Loretta Lynn passed away at the age of 90. Inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame and the Songwriters Hall of Fame, to name a few honors, Loretta was the most decorated woman in country music history, a reigning queen of the genre. Because Loretta Lynn had such an impact upon country music singers throughout North America and beyond, I thought it would be appropriate to pay a tribute to our American cousin by offering a portrait of her career with selections from her repertoire. Now, if I have one lasting memory of Loretta Lynn, it will be scenes in my head of Sissy Spacek playing Loretta in the movie Coal Miner's Daughter in which Sissy sang Loretta's music and for which she won, deservedly, I thought, an Academy Award. Loretta Lynn, as they say, was the real deal. She was one of the most beloved American musical performers of her generation. The first woman ever named Entertainer of the Year at the genre's two major award shows, first by the Country Music Association in 1972 and then by the Academy of Country Music three years later, Artist of the Decade for the 1970s, and uh, she was elected to the Country Music Hall of Fame in 1988. Her story is one of a kind, so don't go anywhere. Stay right where you're to. I'll be right back where you're at with a tribute to Loretta Lynn in a finger snap. Loretta Lynn was an extraordinary songwriter. Though she didn't write all of her hit songs, she composed enough to be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in New York in 2008. Lynn broke into the country music business at a time when male artists dominated the country airwaves. She nevertheless became a voice for ordinary women, recording what one writer described as three-minute morality plays in the 1960s and 70s, many written by her, some written by others, that spoke to the changing mores of women throughout North America. As a songwriter, she was seen as a defiantly hard-scrabble woman, the opposite of the stereotypical image of most female country singers at the time. In hindsight, though, she would not describe herself this way. Loretta was a feminist before feminism became an au courant. In fact, Loretta was the first artist to use the Nashville sound consistently to support a woman's viewpoint. Make no mistake though, Loretta Lynn musically was a product of the last generation of singers with traditional country roots. That said, Loretta wrote fearlessly about sex and love, cheating husbands, divorce and birth control. And as she grew confident enough to write head-on about these issues, the feminist movement was just emerging. Though she rejected the feminist tag, as I noted, many of her songs were passionate expressions of female resolution. In her 1978 hit, We've Come a Long Way, Baby, she sang, 
Well, I don't want a wall to paint, but I'm not going to have my say. From now on, lover boy, it's 50-50 all the way. Up to now, I've been an object made for pleasing you. Times have changed, and I'm demanding satisfaction, too. Loretta Lynn's greatest impact came in the 60s and 70s, including Coal Miner's Daughter, You Ain't Woman Enough, The Pill, Don't Come Home at Drinking with Lovin' on Your Mind, Rated X, and You're Looking at Country. Said Loretta, it was what I wanted to hear, and what I knew other women wanted to hear too. I didn't write for the men, I wrote for us women, and the men loved it too. In retrospect, her most confrontational recordings of the 70s corresponded with her greatest popularity. And as I mentioned, she didn't always write her own songs, so she most certainly endorsed their sentiments. In Hey Loretta, a Rye 1973 hit about walking out on rural drudgery written by Playboy cartoonist Shel Silverstein, she sang, You can feed the chickens and you can milk the cow. This woman's liberation, honey, is going to start right now. Silverstein also wrote the beleaguered housewife lament, One's on the way, a number one country hit for Miss Lynn in 1971. Well, a goodbye to bank clothesline, goodbye pots and pans. I'm gonna take a greyhound bus as further as I can. I ain't gonna wash no windows And I ain't gonna scrub no floors And when you realize I'm gone I'm gonna hear you roar And you'll say Hey, Loretta I love you more than I said Hey, Loretta Don't leave me alone Hey, 
gone and we don't hardly speak and all I ever get is a little kiss about once a week so you can feed the chickens and you can milk the cow this woman's liberation honey is gonna start right now and And pretty up my hair And no one here is gonna know What I'll be doing there I'll be swinging from the chandelier And bouncing off the wall Instead of eleven, just one man I'm gonna love them all And you'll say Crawling and one's on the way. I'm glad that Rockwell Welch just signed a million dollar pact. And Debbie's out in Vegas working up a brand new act. While the TV's showing newlyweds a real fun game to play. But here in Topeka, the screen doors are banging, the coffee's boiling over, and the wash needs a hanging. One wants a cookie, and one wants a changing, and one's on the way. Now, what was I doing? Jimmy, get away from there, darn, there goes the phone. Hello, honey, what's that you say? You're bringing a few old army buddies home? You're calling from a bar? Get away from there. No, not you, honey. I was talking to the baby. Wait a minute, honey. The doorbell. Honey, could you stop at the market and... Hello? Hello? Well, I'll be. The girls in New York City, they all march for women's lib. And better homes and gardens shows the modern way to live. But 
flicker, the flies are a buzzing, the dog is a barking and the floor needs a scrubbing. One needs a spanking and one needs a hugging, Lord. One's on the way. Oh, gee, I hope it ain't twins again. Loretta knew that her songs were setting the bar, especially for country music, but she was just writing the truth that so many rural women like her experienced. I could see that other women was going through the same thing because I worked the clubs. I wasn't the only one that was living that life, and I'm not the only woman that's going to be living today what I'm writing. songwriting became a model for generations of country songwriters. Her music was rooted in the truths of honky-tonk country music and the Appalachian songs she'd grown up singing, and her lyrics were lean and direct with nuggets of wordplay. She's got everything it takes to take everything you've got, she sang in Everything It Takes, one of her many songs about cheating released in 2016. Loretta's songs had an enormous impact on female country singers. Recalls Maranta Lambert, one of the many influenced by Lynn, Loretta always just said exactly what she was going through right then in her music, and that's why it resonates with us. Jack White, the singer and guitarist of The White Stripes, said in an interview with the New York Times in 2004, the year he produced Miss Lynn's Grammy-winning album, Van Leer Rose, that she was breaking down the barriers for women at the right time. Her songs, Mr. White said, had a message. 
This is how women live. This is what women are thinking. And Miss Lenny added was taking these strides in the country realm where a lot of women weren't able to do what they wanted. And Loretta Lynn wasn't afraid to take on the issues of the day. Her views on sex had already taken an emphatic turn with the pill, which has been described as a riotous celebration of reproductive freedom written by Lorraine Allen, Don McCann, and T.D. Bales. Boy, some of these folks down there should be listening to the lyrics of the song. The feeling good comes easy now Since I've got the pill You wind me and dine me When I was your girl Promised if I'd be your wife You'd show me the world But all I've seen of this old world Is a bed and a doctor bill I'm tearing down your brooder house Cause now I've got the pill All these years I've stayed at home While you had all your fun And every year that's gone by Another baby's come there's gonna be some changes made right here on Nursery Hill. You set this chicken your last time, cause now I've got the pill. This old maternity dress I've got is going in the garbage. The clothes I'm wearing from now on won't pick up so much yardage. Mini skirts. Hot paints and a few little fancy frills Yeah, I'm making up for all those years Since I've got the pill I'm tired of all your crowing How you and your hens play While holding a couple in my arms And others on the way This chicken's done for a her nest You know I've got the pill This incubator is overused Because you've kept it filled The feeling good comes easy now Since I've got the pill It's getting dark, it's roosting time Tonight's too good to be real Oh, but daddy, don't you worry none Cause mama's got the pill Outspoken records like that and rated X about the double standards facing divorced women might not have been as popular with country music's conservative-leaning audience had they not been tempered by Miss Lynn's playful way of the lyric. In Rated X, a number one country hit in 1972, she wrote, The women all look at you like you're bad, and the men all hope you are. Divorce is the key to being loose and free, so you 
Loretta Lynn drew much of her material from her marriage to Oliver Vanetta Lynn Jr., who was also known as Doodle Do or Mooney. The last of these nicknames referred to his practice of selling bootleg whiskey. On her 18th birthday, Mooney gave her a harmony guitar, and that stamp of approval helped drive her to success. Loretta's 1966 hit, You Ain't Woman Enough to Take My Man, was based on a racket she had with one of Mooney's mistresses, and her 1968 single, Fist City, was born of a similar incident. Not surprisingly, the inspiration for Don't Come Home a Drinking with Lovin' on Your Mind in 1966 were those times when Mr. Lynn, his libido roused after a night out, would stumble home expecting to satisfy it. Recalls Loretta, Do would always try to figure out which line was for him. Well, 90% of the time, every line in there was for him. Those songs were true to life. We fought hard, and we loved hard.
Dew's contribution to Loretta's career was invaluable. He would manage his wife's career, insisting that she perform in honky-tonks and at radio stations even before she believed in her own talent. Her dependence on Mooney made him as much a father figure as a spouse to her, even though he was less than six years her senior. Not surprisingly, given the times, he used the term spanking to describe the times he hit her. 
It was not until the couple moved to Nashville in the early 1960s and Miss Lynn benefited Patsy Cline there that she began to stand up to her husband. Recalls Lynn, after I met Patsy, life got better for me because I fought back, Miss Lynn told Nashville Scene. Before that, I just took it. I had to. I was 3,000 miles away from my mom and dad and had four little kids. There wasn't nothing I could do about it, but later on, I started speaking my mind when things weren't right. Loretta Lynn's marriage to Mooney Doolittle lasted 48 years until Mr. Lynn died of congestive heart failure in 1996. By then, she'd become a master songwriter in her own right. Even into her later years, she never seemed to stop writing, scoring a multi-album deal in 2014 with Legacy Records, a division of Sony Music Entertainment. In 2017, she suffered a stroke that forced her to postpone her shows. Loretta Lynn's forceful character was forged in the rough-and-tumble harsh coal mining area in Kentucky. Though she's reputed to have been born on April 14, 1932 as Loretta Webb in a cabin in Butcher Holler, fact is she made that up by using some family names. She was actually born near the coal mining company town of Van Leer in the mountains of East Kentucky, the second of eight kids to Melvin Theodore Webb and Clara Marie Ramey. Because her mom loved to decorate her cabin with magazine pictures of movie stars, her mom named her after Loretta Young, beautiful and popular Hollywood actress at the time. Evidently, she learned to sing ballads from her guitar-playing mother, a woman of Cherokee and Scottish-Irish lineage, who also taught her to tell stories. Since her father also played some banjo, there was always music in the cabin in the hills, usually heard on the radio that played Carter family recordings. Loretta recalls that I was singing when I was born, I think. Daddy used to come out on the porch where I would be singing and rocking the babies to sleep. He'd say, Loretta, shut that big mouth. People all over this holler can hear you. And I said, Daddy, what difference does that make? They're all my cousins. Truth is, her voice was unmistakable. With its Kentucky drawl, its tensely coiled vibrato, and its deep reserves of power. Recalls John Carter Cash, who produced her final recordings, She's louder than most, and she's going to sing higher than you think she will. With Loretta, you just turn on the mic, stand back, and hold on. From a mail order catalog, money made from selling a hog. Daddy always managed to get the money somewhere. Hi folks, this is Tim Stafford of Blue Highway, and I'm just here for Ron Moore and his Sounds Atlantic podcast, a program that features acoustic-based music from artists from Canada's Atlantic provinces. That's Newfoundland, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and Prince Edward Island. Ron's the best in the business. The corporal fought the Kiowa and Springs to Kansas Well, after marrying Oliver V. Doolittle Lynn, when she was 15, they headed out west to Washington in an effort to resolve the aftermath of a Doolittle affair. Doo encouraged her to sing at a gig in the local Grange Hall, and the reaction was so positive, she was hired as the band's girl singer. Soon Mooney got her booked on Buck Owens' TV show, and a wealthy Canadian businessman 
there's a Canadian connection, offered to underwrite her first recording, a single title, I'm a Honky Tonk Girl, in the summer of 1960. Honky Tonk Girl hit number 14 in the country charts, and a few months later, she appeared at the Grand Ole Opry, some light years away from Butcher Holler. being introduced by the Wilburn brothers, whom they had previously met, to Decca's A&R man Owen Bradley, who was Nashville's leading producer at the time. Bradley signed her to a recording contract, and a few years later paired her as the duet partner of Ernest Tubb, who was a leading country performer and record store owner in Nashville. Not long after, as Patsy Cline lay in a hospital recovering from her near-fatal car accident, she heard Loretta singing, I Fall to Pieces and invited Loretta for a visit. An immediate friendship followed short-lived, though, as Patsy would soon perish in an airplane crash.
While it is true that back in the early 50s, one of Loretta's idols, Kitty Wells, cracked the male-dominated shield with a repost rendition of It Wasn't God Who Made Honky Tonk Angels, and Patsy Cline also took a swing at the all-male country club by singing about the emotional complexity with which modern women had to deal. The first fatal blows in this male armor were struck by Loretta Lynn with her first single to chart in Nashville. Success was, to quote John Worthland, was a cross between Wells and Klein. While reversing genders, the song played off the traditional theme of wealth destroying a relationship. Much of her subsequent self-written material took an increasingly singular and defiant tone. Despite success, Loretta was having a lot of trouble adapting to fame and fortune, and she and Mooney were frequently at odds. It recalls Loretta, Mooney and me have about as much in common as liquor and lovin'. 
I don't care about his old cows, and he don't care about what's going on in my work. On the other hand, beginning in 1971, she and Conway Twitty were beginning to emerge as a decade's hottest duo, and started out with their first five songs hitting the charts. Here's a sample of their successes. Mississippi River can't keep us apart There's too much love in this Mississippi heart Too much love in Louisiana heart See the alligator all waiting nearby Sooner or later they know I'm gonna try When she away from the bank, don't you know I know It's a goodbye fishing line, see you a while ago With a Louisiana woman waiting on the other side The Mississippi River don't look so wide Louisiana woman, Mississippi man, we get together every time we can. The Mississippi River can't keep us apart. There's too much love in this Mississippi heart. Too much love in this Louisiana heart. Well, I thought I'd been left, but I never had till I was wrapped in the arms of a Mississippi man. When he holds me close, it feels almost like another hurricane just to rip the coast. If you can't come to me, I'm gonna go to him That Mississippi River, Lord, I'm gonna swim Hey, Louisiana woman Mississippi man We get together every time we can The Mississippi River can't keep us apart There's too much love in this Mississippi heart Too much love in this Louisiana heart Well, the Mississippi River, Lord, it's one mile wide And I'm gonna get me to the other side Mississippi man, I'm losing my mind Gotta have your loving one more time I'm gonna jump in the river and here I go Too bad alligator, you swim too slow Hey, Louisiana woman Mississippi man, we get together every time we can The Mississippi River can't keep us apart There's too much love in this Mississippi heart Too much love in this Louisiana heart There's too much love in this Mississippi heart Too much love in this Louisiana heart Hello. Hello, Loretta. Darling, I knew it was you. Loretta, there's something I've just got to tell you. Oh, please. Tell me what to do. I don't really know how to say this, but I want to tell you that you I... gave me the will to go on As soon as I picked up the phone No, no, you don't understand, Loretta. I'm trying to tell you that I... The talk is around that we're through yeah, I know. I've heard it too. Oh, darling, tell me what to do. But that's just it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I, I want to tell I you that. I you tell me that we're wrong as soon 
the phone. Uh, but it is true. They're not wrong. Oh, no. I'm sorry, Loretta. Oh, no. I can't believe that it's true. I'm sorry, Loretta. I'm really, really sorry. Alex Madsen, singer and guitar player in outlaw country band The Divorcees from out of Moncton, New Brunswick, Canada. If you're listening to this, you're at the right spot because you're listening to Ron Moores, my main man, on Sounds Atlantic. Don't go anywhere because you're about to get some good old country. Last time, but we keep 
So with this, I've about come full circle when I first chronicled her songwriting at the outset of the show. Now, having become a secure top 10 performer during the 60s, Loretta entered the 70s, and the wings of her autobiographical coal miner's daughter that became the rocket that drove her to the widest audience yet, thanks to Oscar-winning performance by Sissy Spacek, who played a role in that film. The screenplay isn't really about their rags-to-riches lives or the difficulties of showbiz, but rather it's an authentic story about a marriage in which husband and wife switch roles and learn to live with each other's personality metamorphoses. Marianne Brussett wrote in a review of this film that once Loretta meets the formidable Patsy Cline, who was played remarkably well by Beverly D'Angelo, the reigning queen of country music sees herself in a new light, Doolittle loses the battle to keep control of her career and bows out of the picture to become caretaker of their children. The money flows in, Loretta becomes a superstar thanks to her continuous singing on the road. Her husband manages their new ranch. Although they lead increasingly separate lives, Doolittle is on hand to support his wife when she suffers a nervous breakdown due to exhaustion. In the end, they celebrate their turbulent, oddly enduring relationship. Coal Miner's Daughter speaks to the heart and contains enough truths about relationships to make it universally applicable. This is the enormous appeal enjoyed by a queen of country music whose legend has just begun. Money made from selling a hog Daddy always managed to get the money somewhere We were poor, but we had love That's the one thing that Daddy made sure of He shoveled coal to make a poor man's dollar My Daddy worked all night in the Van Leer coal mines All day long in the field of hoeing corn Mommy rocked the babies that night And read the Bible by the coal oil light And everything would start all over Come break of morn Daddy loved and raised their kids On a miner's pay Mommy scrubbed our clothes On a washboard every day Why, I've seen her 
Hello folks, my name is Anita Best and I'm a traditional singer living in Grossmore National Park in Newfoundland. You happen to be listening to the fabulous Sounds Atlantic with the effervescent and debonair Ron Moores. How lucky are you? I'm the one that you've been watching all night Walk me out to where the lights are dim Give me something to remember To forget about Well, that's the conclusion of episode 210 of the Sounds Atlantic podcast. Hope you've enjoyed our tribute to the late Loretta Lynn, and thanks to all of you who've been listening in from across Canada, the U.S., the U.K., Ireland, France, Germany, the Russian Federation, Australia, Denmark, and Kenya. And welcome to all of you who have tuned in to the 10 most listened to cities this past week. They were Toronto, Montreal, St. John's, Port Moody, Halifax, Chicago, St. John, New Brunswick, Heightstown, New Jersey, Cochrane, Albert. Thanks to all our new listeners who we welcome from Longueuil, Quebec, Woodstock, Ontario, Mill Village, Nova Scotia, Belleville and Carpentersville, Illinois, Chelsea, Michigan, Red Bank, New Jersey, Conway and Rogers, Arkansas, Saranac Lake, New York, Fort William, Highland and Martok, England, Saint-Dié-et-la-Seine-sur-Mer en France, and lots in Lower Saxony in Germany. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Great to know you've joined us, and do stay tuned, if you would. This podcast is supported by CKCU 93.1 FM in Ottawa, where I also host the Back 40, and Sounds Atlantic is syndicated thanks to Anita Best and Gary Walton, and Radio VOBB 95.9 FM in Norris Point. And until next week, I'm your host, Ron Moores, urging you to keep on the sunny side. Thanks so much for listening. And do stay tuned, because next week I'll have a special guest from St. John's, Newfoundland and Labrador. He is Dwayne Andrews, and we'll see you back here soon. Bye-bye.